Hello, my name is Sam Clement, and welcome to The Love of Cinema, a Picture House podcast proudly supported by Kia, powering independent cinema. On today's edition of the show, our mini bonus edition of the podcast, we are joined by director Thea Sharrock to talk about her brand new film, Wicked Little Letters, which is in cinemas right now, starring Jesse Buckley, Olivia Coleman, Loliana Fope, and a whole other wonderful cast of uh, sort of, you know, famous British faces. The film is a hoot, unlike anything I've seen, really. And God, I mean, Olivia Coleman, Jesse Buckley being totally, totally brilliant. And just ahead of the film's UK premiere, our very own Lara Peters spoke to director Thea Sharrock about making this movie. So without further ado, please let me hand over to my esteemed colleague, Lara Peters, talking to Thea Sharrock about Wicked Little Letters. What? You busy? I'm just boiling an egg. Great, come on then. What? No, I said, yes, I'm busy. I'm boiling an egg. Hurry up. I've had an idea. Yes. You don't still think Rose is guilty, do you? Were you at the trial? Come on over to mine then. Now. We'll be boiling eggs. I'm not standing for it. I should think not. Come on then. Rose is about to go down for something she didn't do. Now I have a plan. No, sorry, fuck you, no. I won't listen to another word till my egg. Can you really not wait? You're such an energetic person, usually. That's the fucking eggs! Hello, Thea. Hello there. Hi, welcome to the Victor House podcast. Thank you so much for, for joining us today. Pleasure. Um, I was delighted to learn that Wicked Little Letters was based on a true story, and I'd love to learn how you and the film's writer, Johnny Sweet, set about building this almost too good to be true sort of story of small town intrigue, really. Well, if I tell you that when I first was given the script, I had no idea that it was based on a true story. Mm-hmm. So I, maybe a bit like you, I just enjoyed the ride, laughed out loud, loved the characters, was very intrigued by all their motivations and their sort of the complexity behind why people behave the way they do. Spoiler alert, try not to say too much. And it was... Honestly, it was one of the fastest, easiest first reads. So then I met with Johnny and he told he told me about the, the fact that not only that it was a real story, but how he had come across it. And from there, the level of intrigue kind of just grew. It also made complete sense to me because in a funny way, it's so... It, it's so British, don't you think? In the completely, way- yeah, completely. Um, so ludicrous but actually <laughs> as a Brit it it's not that it doesn't make sense it's just fabulous that it's actually been found and that Johnny has taken the best of the the real story he he would tell you that there were various other much more complicated parts to the story that you you don't really need in the movie so for him part of the process was actually picking and choosing how best to tell it and get the best of the story and to how to make it the most entertaining it possibly can be and and leave behind any intricacies that didn't add anything but mainly for me it was I think right from the word go getting the tone of the film was always the most important 
thing to keep an eye on all the way through the process. And it's something I spoke to a lot with the actors because it's the the comedy is very, very accessible and, and easy to laugh at. But the more serious tones, the the again, it's the vulnerability, I think, of the individuals that is very complex and and quite I I I try not to say heavy, but there are some really big themes in there. And there is a version of this movie that you could you could describe it in a way that could make it sound like really deep and quite, you know, quite disturbing or quite heavy and that the tone of the film is not like that at all, but there are some really important things that run through it that what's been amazing is is hearing people's reaction as they come away and really appreciating and beginning discussions about some quite you know big important things, whether that's female emancipation, um, what it is to be a woman within a, a, a very male working environment to trolling today, you know, and all of these are big, big issues as well as the you know patriarchy within a within a, a small family mm. uh, network so you know these are all big themes that also run within the film and and all of it started from these letters that's the joy of it and almost all of the letters that are in the film are exactly as they were written so that's really where the intrigue for, for Johnny began and from there the creation of the characters and the world that they exist within was our process fantastic it's great it's such a microcosm isn't it the town that they sort of exist in and I think as you were saying that even though the movie is wonderfully funny and a great time for a lot of its runtime it does tackle these big themes and I think women's lives and the way you foreground them kind of at the heart of the film and at the heart of the film you've got obviously two excellent leads in the form of Jesse Buckley and Olivia Coleman both perfectly cast and both playing very different women. And I'd love to know how you worked with the two of them to kind of create Rose and Edith and to kind of flesh out the very different little worlds that they occupy. So Olivia was already attached when I was first given the script, which was brilliant because it meant I could read Edith and absolutely picture Colleen. Completely, yeah. You know, she's she's absolutely the the best person for it without question. And her ability to make accessible very complex women just was an absolute joy to work with and when Jessie for me was honestly the first person that I thought of as I read it and I shared the idea with Collie with Olivia who obviously had worked I knew she'd worked with Jessie at that point but I had no idea when I first suggested her what great friends they are and so Olivia was absolutely over the moon with the idea of Jessie. We gave the script to Jessie and she reacted brilliantly. And again, she just fell so completely into a part that feels, you know, it's someone that she understands completely. And mm -hmm. it's a, it's the line of, of Rose's journey, again, is something that for Jessie, she just she just imbued it with such ease and she became immediately somebody she wanted she wanted to sort of defend her storyline if you see what I mean and one actually one of the lovely very first reactions we had in in a couple of test screenings that we did younger women you know probably your age who were watching it and not knowing anything at all about what the movie was 
their reaction to Rose was so brilliant. They just felt that even though this was set 100 years ago, that Rose in many ways is so kind of modern and and for them really felt like there were so many aspects of Rose that that was telling their story now, which is wonderful to to get that reaction. They're, I mean, they're an absolute joy and the fact that they know each other as well as they do really set a really beautiful atmosphere on set. They're both so professional, but so fun. So their balance between being prepared and working hard and doing all the difficult things that that their jobs ask you to do but doing it in a way that is so inclusive and generous and they'll take any note they'll talk through any thought you know it, it, it they're incredibly collaborative and 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 again if you have two leading ladies with with the, a cast of people who are a combination you know a lot of the cast were quite a bit younger than them or you know they had a lot to learn and they just gave and gave and gave and were so open to um to to teach as much as they could which is again not you know something you never ever can take for granted with people who are as experienced as they are and as brilliant as they are so it, they were they were a joy and that their methods are very very different but again very collaborative so very easy to work with Let's go somewhere new. See worlds we've never seen before so that we can feel inspired. Whether you're sitting in a cinema or in one of our cars, inspiration comes when we feel something new. That's why our electrified range is designed to take you on inspiring journeys. Kia, proud supporter of independent cinema. Kia, movement that inspires. That's wonderful to hear. And that's a perfect tangent because I really want to ask you about the language in this film. It's almost its own character, I think, in the film, the the sort of the letters and how wonderfully florid they are. And I think I imagine that swearing at this volume isn't something actors get to do very often, let alone sort of actors of this caliber. You've literally got an Oscar winner on deck. So I'm curious how you directed the cast to approach the language and like how to use that tone that allows the letters to be both very, very funny and also very cutting when they need to be. I mean, to be honest, the letters really spoke for themselves, just as mm. you say. The The voice behind them is so strong. Personally, what I love about the letters, apart from the fact that they are actually real, which is utterly extraordinary, as we've talked about, for me, they are either so rude it's just outrageous. And when you hear them out loud, if you read them to yourself, it's a very different thing, but to hear them read out loud is by default, very funny. Mm. They are either that, or it's as though they're trying to be really rude. It's almost like a child, almost trying to learn this new language of how <laughs> Completely. it offends somebody, which is also in itself really funny. So, I mean, they were just joyous. There, there were a couple that, there were some that were made up on the spot. And oh, wow. wow, great. Uh, but I think by then we'd all got into the rhythm of the voice of these letters that it was not hard to do. Mm. And again, it was really fun. I mean, the hardest thing sometimes was was shooting it because, and I was almost always the worst at corpsing in the room. 
<laughs> and I'd have to literally hide in corners where the actors couldn't see me and I would be holding my nose and so just my shoulders were like shaking. Okay. <laughs> I mean that's the sign you've hit on something good right that's how you know you've really nailed it well, you, you hope so it was certainly I mean it was hilarious in the room it really was and it, that that's a new experience for me that's for sure but you know the funny thing about filmmaking is you make it in these tiny sort of very intimate moments right so particularly a lot of any things that were in the interiors the rooms were very small and you put all the crew in there you I mean you're literally it's like sardine tin right and you have this very intimate shared experience and you think well that must be funny because everyone had a great time you then go through this long process of editing a movie where particularly if it's comedy you kind of get out of the rhythm of what it is that some things will always be funny and then other things you sort of lose your way a little bit with them because you sit with them day after day mm. so the joy now of finally being able to give it to an audience and hearing an audience reacting when they're not sure that they don't know what they're in for just brings back all the joy of when we first you know when we first managed to shoot the movie so it's it's very very nice to be at this stage and talking about it and sharing it with the audience imagine yeah and obviously we're a cinema company we're incredibly excited for people to come and see it on the big screen I think it's a perfect film to see with people to just share it with you know it's nothing better than like laughing in a room full of people really I totally agree a shared experience is is I mean that's what it's all about isn't it absolutely yeah um, absolutely. I mean for what it's worth <clears throat> working with Studio Canal has been brilliant for that because for them they that's the most important thing it's the most important thing to keep cinema, their belief in cinema and making movies, not just for the sake of making movies, but to make movies to be put into cinemas for people to have that shared experience is absolutely their main drive. And it's been wonderful to be so fully supported on a film that could, like so many others, simply be, you know, do very well on a, as a streamer. Mm. And for them, it's been it's been crucial. And, you know, the truth is, over the last year or so since we've been making it, more and more people say to me, gosh, that's what a comedy is what we all need right now. And unfortunately, that is still true. Here we are in February 24, and people are feeling exactly the same way. So listen, it's a, it's a gift. To be able to make people laugh is a gift, and to share it in a room full of people is even better. So I, I'm so happy that you guys have got it and that you're, you know, supporting it in the way that you are. Oh my gosh, yeah, we're, we're thrilled. This is such a, in my mind anyway, this is such a picture house home run, I think. Based on our audiences, I think they're really, really going to enjoy it. What do you Brilliant. think the, um, the like, ideal viewing scenario is for Wicked Little Letters? Who should I bring? What should I eat? What should I drink? Mm. That's an excellent question. I think it's a it's a fifteen here, isn't it? It's a fifteen, yes. Yeah. So I would say the full gamut. I think you know teenagers um, are also responding to it very well, partly because they're also loving seeing all these adults like swear like absolute truth. <laughs> really on a really time. basic level, yeah. that is fabulous. <laughs> I would say there's definitely that the age of the kind of classic age of it's a very female friendly movie mm. 
It's a great one for mums together. I would say it's also a great one for if it's the right kind of grandparent who's going to appreciate the swearing <laughs> and not be offended by it. They seem to really lap it up. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, big some of the like the big fans of Olivia's from The Crown. It, that's kind of hilarious because they're oh, used gosh, to yeah, cool. uh, Queen one minute and then now she's swearing like <laughs> a trooper in, in this. The other thing is, I think it's actually quite a good date night movie. Because so. having a laugh with somebody on a date is a great way to break the atmosphere. Completely, yeah. And for the boys out there, or anyone taking a girl on a movie to, to a movie for a date, I would say go to this because you're going to have a. It's a great way to start the evening off. Absolutely, yeah, completely. And it's also it's also so much about women. Like that's a perfect way to impress a date. I think be like yeah, I'm presenting that's... you with a comedy that's really smart about what you know what life is like for women what it was like in the 20s what it's like now really exactly so anyone <laughs> who wants to impress another woman yeah <laughs> take, them to this. take them to this take them to wicked little letters have a delightful time <laughs> and then have a good drink afterwards and away you go i'm sure the date perfect. Will be <laughs> perfect fantastic thank you so much for speaking to us Theo. it was lovely Pleasure. to talk to you Pleasure. thanks Thank so you. much take care bye-bye